All right, let's start this again. I just recorded almost 30 minutes. And I've decided to keep these at 30 minutes for now, these solo podcasts. Especially today because I don't have much to talk about. But I am preparing to release another this week of the same podcast um, with a different topic. Um, then there will be a second podcast this week. That's the podcast about dogs and it too. More family friendly, of course. That's the one to go to if you want to listen with kids and hear your stupid buddy, Josh. Um, that was really my effort for people with kids who want to support me still. Uh, I'm... We'll be doing more with the dogs in general and trying to make content of it and reviving that Facebook page and that Instagram and the blog on my website and all that. So, uh, But I will continue to try to isolate those pages so they are more focused on being not just family friendly but useful to pet owners. And uh, my focus will be on dogs, but because I'm training dogs and my nonprofit that I'm working on will be focused around that. Uh, but also because it makes it family friendly. So my friends and family that do have kids and they're all interested in the drones and shit. Um, I'm going to try to do more over there, keep it just there and then like. I'll figure out something with the drones because I'm not even super into that right now. Though, I'm, if I had the time and money, I'd be very much interested in crushing more homemade drones. So, <coughs> excuse me. FPV is still a community I would very much like to be a part of and will continue to do stuff for. Um, but today... <coughs> And this recording just now and getting a good 30, 40 minutes in real quick. Um, just talk about the last year. What moving forward is to me. Uh, I will not speak on behalf of other people. Uh, I don't do that. I've never been one to do that. People have their own voice, can voice it themselves. Especially when they're really good at it. I don't know. They don't need me. It's my point. <laughs> uh, but it's just... Today's focus is on that uh, social media um, publishing and just kind of my objectable truths here. Uh, my experience and where I'm at now. And where I see where I'm at now taking me in the future. Um, because I'm very, I always thought it'd be cool to do the like Fraser thing and have a video or not a video store. I, I did want to own a video store at this point in life, but that's a lot less obtainable than you'd think. I could own one, but keeping it open, <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll say that's a bucket list item still, but I can see myself uh, career-wise doing a lot now because I 
want to be a career artist more than I am now because I do see myself in career mode when I'm playing this game, if you will. I'm to one of the people that's uh, playing a big non-existent game when they travel, so I get it. I'm on the same wavelength. You know, the year before I was a pirate, I'm still kind of a pirate, but like... Like my GTA character, I can change clothes in this game, so... <laughs> I change clothes a lot. <laughs> and my character might depend on my outfit that day. And I... I'm. It's not above me to leave the house dressed up like a pirate, talking like one all day, so... <laughs> uh, it's not something I would do often. I save it for Pirate Day. What is that? September 19th? National Talk Like a Pirate Day? I have done that a couple times. Dressed up like a pirate and annoyed everybody all day. <laughs> you gotta have fun with this shit, okay? No, so, um... Just to start blabbing, it's just me here today. I got Kirby next to me. The dogs are here. It's me in the studio. And I can kind of say and do whatever I want. There's no concern of being talked over or having a guest. It's just me and my voice and my opinions. And um, that gives me a chance to talk about... Where me, the publisher's at. <laughs> and uh, I did. I paid to publish the podcast early last year. And we made three episodes. And I kind of just disappeared. And I did get into my feels. I had a lot going on outside of just the podcast. And uh, I'm still doing a lot creatively. And there are things I've started I haven't finished that I would like to now. But... I'm not doing this full time anymore. I'm fitting this in on the side and I'm doing a lot to like maintain continuity and keep things afloat because I have, you know, bills. I'm paying rent, um, paying my fair share of the house I'm in. Uh, I don't think with us doing it together that having that, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into all of that. It's mostly personal, and me paying my bills has nothing to do with this podcast right now. I'm, I'm just saying that's what distracts me, and that's what makes it hard sometimes to be consistent here. So that that's one of the first reasons I'm just doing things on my own now is because it allows me, one, more freedom. Uh, two, traveling becomes a lot more affordable, so I already have... Uh, just local businesses in mind that I want to go visit. I want to go see who will let me interview them or not. Uh, I'm keeping the same formats in both podcasts. It's just open platform, you know, quippy bullshit, catchy names, gimmicky shit. Um, I'm going to be honest about everything we're doing. I'm not trying to brainwash you into listening. Either you get a kick from listening to the podcast or you don't either you like the content or you don't i fully expect people to come and go um i want this though to be something that does become about the audience ultimately though so uh this is how i'm rebranding though and directing us for now
and later I want to do more for you guys I gotta learn to talk to the audience in my head more for you guys uh, in terms of what you're enjoying and not like I don't want to be the guy that <laughs> stands in front of the com or the camera the camera are you kidding god damn blah, blah, blah. No, I don't want to be the guy that stands in front of the fucking camera and tells you how to listen, you know what I mean? Or tells you what you want to hear, or assumes it, and makes content that flops because, you know, you're sitting here, Hey, I like when you interview artists like that, and me and three other people are like, Well, I got this interview I want to do, and no, I want this to be about figuring out what the consumer is actually enjoying, and not influencing them. And <laughs> I get to monetize this either way. So if you guys are listening and spreading the word, then I come out ahead regardless when it does, you know, bring in some kind of royalty. But here's the reality, and I don't think people realize it. There's a lot of costs that go into creating a media conglomerate or any kind of media label there's a lot of work behind a label and most labels have teams now when you have one person doing the work of an entire label and then taking you along for the ride man i i just to be blunt and forward and honest right here in this podcast i could tell you how to get your podcast on all the platforms and get it monetized but you're going to lose a cut <laughs> and royalties and outside of just because it bugs me because I realized doing it the way I'm doing it that you could go get a business license you could get an LLC you start a website you could pay for hosting I have a private server uh, I could access at any point so I could like really build the website and host you know the content myself and pay for that and i don't need spotify i don't need itunes of course it in my opinion it stops being a podcast at that point uh let's talk about that real quick let me break this up what is a podcast uh, i recall back in the early 2000s this company who had iTunes, Apple, uh, came out with a new device. It was an MP3 player, and it was called the iPod. It was one of the first digital players to implement its own platform for radio shows or radio show-like media, which would be bought on the iTunes platform and go onto your podcast or onto your iPod, thus making it a cast for your iPod, a podcast. So, <laughs> all and some of you are like my podcast and aren't even on iTunes at all, so it's like you're not a podcast, period, you're a stream, but that's what you want to be. You want to be the stream, you want to be the no name you do you really want apple to have its name on everything you do and just like 
never put any of the work, not really back you in any meaningful manner. They are allowing you space on a computer somewhere to host your material. Now, for some people, it's paying off because they're at a point they can pay teams, they can pay people to do things for them, edit. You know what I mean? It might behoove them to let someone else do the work because they have a lot to work or a lot of work to do elsewhere, which is the point I'm getting to as a manager type or as somebody managing their own platform. And now I've kind of had to like, I've let too many hands get involved and had too many different issues to maintain the original continuity I had. So I've had to step back and go, how do I rebrand? How do I make this about me again? And of course, you know, that comes with a level of, oh, well, he's selfish now. Oh, he changed it's like, you're right, you did, because, or you're right, I did, because people were looking for me to give them things I didn't even have yet, you know what I mean? Like, I had the foresight and the knowledge from years of experience about how to publish, how to record, how to record in a chaotic environment and get quality sound. I have gone through... Years and years of classes. We're talking about audio classes. We're talking about lighting. We're talking about understanding prisms and colors and learning how to paint and what paints work well on this material or that material. I've learned how to 3D print things. I've learned how to use laser printers, ink jets. I've learned how to work in a print shop. I've worked in a print shop. I've worked in fast food. I've spent hundreds of dollars on the podcast. At this point, as an artist, I've spent thousands upon thousands. I've made back thousands upon thousands in return, somehow, miraculously. And I've still just not gone into business for myself. Because I've never proven to myself at my skill level or at where I was doing it originally that I was good enough to generate the income I need to both live and but you see where I'm going it people act like they understand the logistics and I know they don't and this is something you really got to think about when you start to involve yourself with media or anything in between because I'm not sure where I was at before but I'm about to diverge again into a different topic and be very ADD about this because my head's all over the place about the last year and it could take weeks to unravel some of this but the things I noticed from a large group of people and a large number of that large number I was trying to help I just noticed certain trends and what people did uh, talking over each other was a big one uh, everybody's trying to be that guy. I like somebody's throwing around. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it in this recording or not, but uh, main character syndrome. I like that term a lot because <laughs> that's what I'm suffering from. I, I admit it, <clears throat> but this is my life. I'm not involving people in my <laughs> sob story. So if they found themselves involved, you know, I was trying to avoid that, but at the same time, there's a huge, huge uh, effort in me 
or it needs to be from me to keep this platform as honest as possible and as transparent as possible because I I do to some degree without whining or bitching want this to be about what I'm going through because these are the real struggles of an artist you know um having social interactions you don't want to have being an introvert especially somebody that has an easier time doing this with the microphone than to a therapist and therapy you know what I mean and that's the difference you know people that tell me I talk too much all the time but people would be amazed by what I'm not saying you know what I mean I know someone out there does it's whatever uh, but, you know, we have goals when we do these things, and a lot of people, the, the ultimate goal is just making money, period. You're like, all I want to do is make money, so. But you can't, you can't do this without spending it, too, and you can't be cheap about it. When everybody around you is putting in 50 and you're putting in 20, you don't get $50 worth of say later in the process. You know what I mean? That's not how shit works. And I've said it. I've I've spent so much money on this shit at this point that my my irritation, my reasoning from not wanting to continue is losing equity. You know what I mean? Like having to put in the work, having to pay for this. And coming sh up short on my bills while, you know, other people kind of made it about making money. And all I wanted to do was take the podcast seriously. I wanted to have a company card and basically funnel anything royalty-wise, that the podcast made into that, and everything after the podcast was paid for once a year could go back to anyone who helped. And that was the best I had to offer. And I don't feel like I could even afford that at this time because even when things seemed to be going well and I had a lot of people wanting to interview and blah, 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 and... I'm going to get back to that. In fact, if you had talked to me about interviewing at any point and you still want to, and I'm just dropping the ball now, I implore you, get at me. Come hit me up. Ask me for an interview right now. Uh, there's nothing in my way. I'll set something up. We'll set it. That's the major thing. If you set a time and date with me, if there is a fucking time and date in my calendar, there is not... I don't miss it. I, I don't care what people say. I don't miss it. If there is a time and date set with me and my calendar, I will fucking be there. Period. So if that's how interviews get done, <laughs> you catch my drift? Uh, but dude, come set something up with me. I don't I don't care what you're about. Uh like hardcore hip hop if you're rapping and and a lot of people that have already kinda been in my scope, they seem like really fucking good people. I mean they have like content matter I don't expect everybody to listen to or understand and even some uh, I listen to some artists where they have songs where I'm just like, Ugh, that's too much. 
And it is what it is. That's cool. If that's your thing, I'm not judging nobody. As long as you're, you know, being a good noodle and doing your part to at least help out the aspects of society that do matter, you know? <laughs> I mean, you do you. You listen to what you listen to. You come get an interview. Uh, that shit doesn't matter to me, but... So far, I've just had a lot of interactions with people so far that they have ulterior motives. They see numbers while I see names and faces, you know what I mean? And then other people are just like... Man, main character syndrome really just hits the nail on the head. And I hate... Because by definition, I'm kind of a narcissist. I don't do things unless they benefit me. I don't expect other people to do things unless they benefit them. You know, I don't expect somebody to take more interest in my interest than I'm going to. Especially if it's not something they've ever been into. Like, uh, And then... I'm kind of losing myself there. I don't want to go off the rail. I digress. Uh, the point I was getting to, though, just the way people use the social media. And I say the social media because I meant, like, in general, Facebook, Instagram, X now, Twitter. I stopped using it before. It's been a source of problems because people guess my password and using my emails. Whatever. I nip it in the butt every time. I pay a lot of attention to my social media. I hate to say it. I'm trying to do it less. Especially for the wrong reasons. I like to doom scroll. I like to watch the end of the world happen in front of me. And uh, it's not been good for my mental health. I'm trying to avoid that. Uh, but, you know, that's what we have. There's a lot of degradation degradation and that's what I'm getting at because of these things the way the people or the way people in general use them right like getting online and making vague posts that are directed at people and they know it uh, just trying to be better than other people trying to show off trying to you know, do nefarious things uh, with social engineering and the access to information we have now. And man, that's just it. That's why I've spent the last year wondering about how and why I was going to continue this. And I'm not quitting anything. I'm not putting anybody off. If anybody I've worked with up until now has the time and wants to come do something, uh, Spit the ideas at me. Let's go. But in terms of helping others right now, I have to focus on myself. So if I make uh, the platform about helping others again, I'm going to be prepared to do just that. And I can't afford myself right now. I have to build that. So I've got to brand myself again. I've got to worry about my finances and... You know, once I'm in a spot, I can help other people again. I can give them 
the attention I was giving, you know, other people again. I'll do that. But one thing I won't do is, like, if you enter my home looking for negative t- or negative attention or that negativity, you just might get that. Uh, don't do that. Don't come into my place of comfort and disrupt that comfort because you think it's going to get you attention. Because the last thing I'll give you is that attention. Uh, it, it'll never happen. In fact, you may cause other problems. And I... Just as a person and where I want to go with this, I don't want this to be about drama and starting shit and fighting. And this is about, you know, up and coming artists voicing their opinions. It's about up and coming artists talking about their art, um, being open and being real and taking care of their community with their art, even if it's, you know, not understood by everybody. Hi, Kirby. But don't... Because I've seen it all, I've heard it all, and I know if somebody can't get positive attention, they'll get the negative attention. But don't come here looking for it because you won't get it. I will straight up you know, sit on recordings for years and years and years. And then when you think, I've gone and it's not a problem, then we'll put that podcast out and you can answer for yourself when your career is going good later. You know what I mean? Like, those are the games you're playing with people and, you know, the playing field's open to everybody you fuck with. So, you know... I'm going to say that right here, right now, in episode one, as I try to close out. Uh, but, and that's a huge thing. The people know they can manipulate the social media by manipulating the person. And I will be unmoved. I will be a Tibetan fucking monk about this shit. This podcast is about promoting and helping budding artists. It is about... Uh, talking about real, real life topics, not lying about shit, not man- manipulating the audience or like trying to influence. That's that that what that buzzword I'm looking for, influencer. No, I'm not a fucking influencer. Don't be like me. I've made a lot of horrible decisions throughout my twenties. My health sucks. Um fighting for my life for lack of better words a few people understand what that means and even though I'm doing well in my fight I still have bad days and I still need people to give me the break when I have a bad day because it's not like (laughs) I smoked three packs a day for like four almost five years of my 20s those last four or five years of my 20s. Then I turned 30 and everything hit me all at once. And I switched gears and now outside of smoking a little bit of THC where it's legal when it's legal, I I barely even do that. So 
it, it just is what it is. I did damage to my lungs, which directly affects my heart. Uh, and now, though, I'm getting better, you know, weather permit. I do shit as much as I can with what I'm, you know, working with now. And that means uh, recording music looks different for me. Uh, when I first started making music, I wasn't even doing vocals. I don't think it was an afterthought. But just the way I do shit in general changes now because <laughs> I have COPD. Uh, I get those blockages. I lose energy when I'm not breathing right. I'm just... It's an uphill battle from here. And I, I'm proud to say I'm I'm fighting... For my health, I'm proud to say that I am making good decisions, but I've not quit dabs completely. I've not given up my main vice, and I have a lot of respect for people that go stone-cold sober and do it for their health. Um, I'm not able to do it like that right now, though. I have options for... Making it an easier pill to swallow. Uh, a lot of edibles now. Like, I can... There's no qualms with me eating edibles here. Like... Which is my major go-to gummies. The gummies. Um, you know, there's... No real harm in me doing those things. So... But... I would still tell you that that's not for everybody. And that you should make your own decisions... And you should weigh out the pros and cons. You should really think about what you're doing. Because I still now have my moments. But I have more good days than I do bad days. And I really do have days where I'm like... I feel differently about uh, the self-harm. And that's going to be a lot of what my platform's about here the next year or so as I'm dealing with it especially maintaining that honesty and truth kind of oath and we're closing in on 30 we'll see where this goes because if it hits an hour it hits an hour I can do hour podcasts all day <clears throat> some people want that long format some people want it short I don't know we'll find out we'll do this all together no what was I talking about my health and bullshit <laughs> fuck my bad um but yeah, uh, just to wrap it up here, make my point. Um, make healthy decisions. Uh, just do it anyway, even if you don't feel like Because I was, hell, I'm that guy now. Uh, it's the oppositional defiance disorder. <laughs> but it's like the more somebody's going to tell me not to, it's like the more I just have to. And <laughs> I know it's a problem, but... We're working on it, and I've come a long way with a lot of shit, and one day at a time, okay? But, yeah, like, now it matters more. It didn't then. Um, and even now I have days where I'm like, it'll never matter, it'll never add up, and... Dude, it's really a mental thing, and it, it kind of correlates with what we're talking about with the social media and all that shit and the way people are abusing it especially from a uh oh god we live in a fucking sociopath's what dream right now like 
I'm calling everyone like me out. They will do this shit. They will bleed you fucking dry if you let them. And we have to, you know, there's no merit in doing something wrong. If something's wrong, it's wrong. Like, you don't rape, you don't steal, you know, you don't hurt animals, you don't hurt kids. Those are just four right off the bat. Those are like a golden compass for me in the way I kind of guide myself morally. You don't hurt kids, you don't hurt animals, you don't hurt, you know, people with less of a mental capacity than you have, you know. It's a huge thing for me, especially as uh, at least borderline. I don't think anybody's just flat out said, hey, you're a sociopath or you're a psychopath. And I don't think I'm a sociopath. I think I have tendencies just uh, from my backgrounds in general. I, you know, I didn't, wasn't just raised by my mother. I was moving around my entire childhood. So to blame her for everything would be stupid anyway. But... I feel like it was more environments where I lived with other boys in like a dormitory or that's where it really comes from because it, it, environments like those really are more toxic than, <coughs> well, at least in my case, my family or my guardians and my parent ever saw, not in person. And... <laughs> just between the students or the, the the boys in the dorm there would be a lot of deception to begin with there was everything in high school already is a popularity contest you know everybody's doing what they do on social media now and some of us are adults we have no excuse now but you know I just feel like I have this sort of holding Caulfield personality I developed from living in those environments so often and being so used to not trusting people around me. Like, fuck. I can't remember the last time I was living alone. Like, I know people know what I mean because when you get to a point where you've disassociated and you've kind of had the realization that you're in a bubble that that little bubble and it pops and you're left without the bubble you know and you got to kind of maneuver the city in a new way and protect yourself differently and that that's how all my school experiences felt like I was always out of place I was always the outcast I never got to stay anywhere long enough to so you, you do, you develop these tendencies to like, not even lie, but you say things to defend yourself before you even have to defend yourself. I don't know if that makes sense. But you get these tendencies from like habitually kind of fibbing, telling white lies just to guard your inner self. And then you're surrounded by people that are trained to break that barrier and understand you. And then you start butting heads with those people, at least in my experience. This is my experience. So it comes to a point where I don't trust anyone, much less someone older than me. And I realize there's there's more to my story than that. 
and maybe in future podcasts, you know what I mean? I so much to talk about in my life that I to stop here would be a shame anyway. But that's just my point. You develop like habits. So it's not like you become a sociopath or you're you know what I mean? You're you're acting out of some kind of self defense and that can be pointed out. And you can recognize where you're doing it, and you can stop doing it. And I, I feel like that's where I'm at as a person, because I never started any of this with intent to influence. And I don't know what anybody's intent behind me was, but you know, people were very forward about themselves and how they do things, and you know, it makes me steer away. So, this this new format, me doing it solo, is so I can um, do what I originally intended and not have to worry about so much what other people are doing. And then, this also allows me the opportunity to, you know, go do the interviews I had lined up now, uh, talk to people I was really excited to talk to and get out in the field a little bit more and um, just interviewing musicians and stuff would be a great start in my opinion and I see a lot of ways I can do that and then uh, in terms of uh, that last podcast where I said I would do the juggle thing outside of just being myself and doing shows like that what I mean is I'm going to show support to who showed me support uh in the beginning so you know every time I get support every time I hear good things every time I find myself being picked up it's a fucking juggalo doing it and I really mean that it's not something I'm just saying it's not some reach to gain crowd I don't have yet. I sincerely think that that fan base, all of the artists involved aside, like that fan base is so good to each other. Fuck the artist. Uh, They're great to the artist that they kind of worship. In so many terms. We've got a lot of calls going right now. Um, No, I just think their fan base takes care of one another so well. Like, they won't let each other fuck up. When I say I've been to the gathering, I've seen how people act. I know what the truth is. I've been to the shows. Like, it's never as bad as they are made out to be. But I have always, always seen everyone there taken care of. The fan base is just like, if you're feeling sick in the crowd, they're going to walk away from the show to take care of you. If they see someone hitting their woman, I've seen people just handle that shit without missing a beat, you know? And there are just certain things that, from my perspective and in my opinion don't happen around a real fan of that culture. And it wasn't my driving force for a lot, but I think all of us have been influenced by, you know, 
that kind of culture to some degree in general because, you know, it starts with KISS. Um, I'm huge on Static X, Mushroom Head, a lot of, a lot of fucking music, in fact, that just, like, face paint, war paint, <laughs> you know, mass. There's no... It, shit looks cool. Fuck it. Everybody should do what makes them happy and... Because it's not... It's not diluting the quality of it. So what? You have to look a little harder for music you like. You know, that's all subjective at the end of the day. What you like. That's an opinion. I don't like that. Okay, oh fucking well, don't listen to it. But there's still 100,000 people that are. And you're... You don't get to choose for them. (coughs) (coughs) So it's a hit or miss. I don't think... Everybody should be automatically given the keys to the castle. Though I understand gatekeeping is still an issue and it's kind of a douchey thing. Like, if somebody earns their spot, let them have it. But (laughs) people should be earning their spot more and not making it about how much money people spend. You know what I mean? Like, where's that in the first place? I know we talked about this the blue check mark, right? That's that's the exact fucking same as paying for a blue check mark. Let's be real. I paid to play for an artist. And to me, I'd have done more if you have to guarantee artists are making the money. Let's be real. Getting up on a stage and playing any kind of music, much less. Let's be real. <laughs> that's not an easy fucking thing to do. If it were easy to do, everybody be fucking doing it. And the people getting rich wouldn't be getting rich. It is what it is. But. That's another reason you should have to. If it were easy. It wouldn't have the value it has. It wouldn't be worth. What people would do for it. And I. We're in the veil of those two things. Uh, clashing because you you can you know just show up right now and it's unfortunate because you know I don't know how to word this without like because there should be some room for merit like there should be some room to create that value. There should be value in what you bring to the table. So my biggest thing with music is uh, I see how it can help uh, people who are homeless, say. And they travel a lot. They spend all their money on dumb shit, merch, blah, blah, blah. Well, you as an artist have an opportunity to, like, uh, you know, see how your fan base develops and what you can give them. And right now I feel like voicing my opinion or giving some input onto what I've seen and what has happened to me. And I will... I have stories. We'll put it that way. It doesn't end here. This is the first episode of a hopefully never-ending podcast. (laughs) Or we'll take a break in February and I'll come back. I don't know. We'll see. 
Uh, it's all developing right now. But my point as a musical artist, just you're traveling, you're traveling with the merch. You know, maybe people don't need more pens and magnets and but you can clothe and feed your fan base at an affordable price, okay? You can take on artists with a label and you can help them put in the work to where in a year or two years down the line they're in a home, they're running their own business, they're making better decisions, they're sober. Like, Im imagine. <laughs> and that's, I saw that from the, the jump, so... You know, I never really wanted to start a record label, but somebody else sounded interested, and I thought, you know, I could do that. I'm just looking to run a business, period. I just want to work and have my piece of the pie right now because I'm in a comfortable living situation. Um, I'm, I'm happy dealing with the stress I deal with right now. That's not to say I don't have my own stress. I do. I'm still struggling money or financially. I mean, it's cool. It is what it is. I'm doing more than I ever have with my life, and I'm struggling financially on my own. I have help. You know, I'm taken care of, and I'm grateful. I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I'm a lot of things because of that. But, you know, it hasn't made me a millionaire. I don't have funds to dip into, like... <clears throat> that's what is really important for me in the rest of this series and me being honest and me talking like this and kind of going on these rants about the overall and right now I get to go back and listen and we can discuss how this episode went on the next episode and I already I'll be talking about my um Adventures with the Artist Way here as I finish reviewing my journal and uh, do some morning pages. Uh, but that'll be a part of the next episode. And we'll just carry on from there, telling stories. And then um, hopefully as I do this, we will gain the support we need to continue moving forward and do things differently, uh, add guests, do interviews. Hi, puppy. Um... Right now it's just me and I'm going to try to make it interesting. But I also want it to be useful. Today was more about uh, moving forward, being honest about why and how, um, and kind of giving my overall thoughts of the last year. And uh, I'm sure it's been very ADD. I'm sure I can go back now and take notes, which is very important. I can take notes about what I said. And I can break this down into individual episodes even. Come on, buddy. You got to stop. You can't. No. I know you want attention. Um, all those things I said. <laughs> no, but really I wanted to open our eyes. And I want people to see how they can do it differently. I want them to see how they can take care of each other more, how they can stop. Because, like, like, some people are judging others right in the door. And 
they're the creatures everybody's trying to protect society from in the first place. So, you know, I'm not going to make a lot of friends calling out the monsters in the dark. And it is a blessing to have enemies. So, uh, you know, the last year is all water under the bridge for me. Um, I'm not stop uh cast it 1020.com we'll still do the website thing i'll still make it about helping other people uh we'll do that at some other date though and all right now this this podcast is about me and doing what i want directly <laughs> and i'm not carrying anybody else's baggage i'm not giving anybody anything with this i from here see this as a means to travel, interview, do things I've been intending to do this whole time and do it differently. Do it without the baggage I created on the other podcast. Just a fresh start so I can go work in uh, my hometown. And I have a few locations I want to do little interviews at and I'm I'm sure they'll be into it, and I'll hit them up soon. Uh, but I want to get this first episode out there and do the dog podcast and just get everything moving and get a flow going. So uh, we're starting there. Uh, we'll we'll do a review of this. Po- I know this podcast was ADD. I can't wait to listen to my bullshit because I know. There's so much I could say, and I just don't want to call people out. I don't want this podcast to become exactly what those people want, and I'm just not giving me negative attention. Uh, So, you know, that was episode one of The Conscious Stream. Uh, It's just me sitting down and blabbing. Uh, Sometimes there will be notes. Today there wasn't. This was a freestyle. Uh, I'm recording the second episode right after this, uh, not immediately following this recording, but I will record the dog podcast and, um, those two, well, this one will be up tonight and then there may be a second episode of this by Friday. And this was supposed to be up on Friday. But then the dog podcast will come out beside this every Friday or on Fridays, I said, because that means not necessarily every Friday. Maybe sometimes bi-weekly, not monthly. So it'd be like after February's paid for and we got another year, we'd say like, I just don't have anything to say. There might be a week we go without, and I have two weeks of planning for an even better cast. I don't know. Uh, Right now, it looks good. Um, I'm just going to stay strong for as long as I can with content and see how you guys consume, see what you guys do and don't like. Um, No, there's a handful of people that will listen to me talk, so... Uh, suspect I'll see the same three faces for now, but uh, this is moving forward for me. So, that's episode one of the Conscious Stream again. Uh, 1020.com